Welcome to the LinkedIn Branding Show, the podcast empowering women entrepreneurs, experts, and small business owners to rise up and stand out as they build their personal and company brands on LinkedIn. I love when we get to talk. I love all the people that join us in the community. They're really embracing our dynamic duo conversations. And one of the, my favorite things and the feedback that we get is that it's like you and I are just having a chat and other people get to listen in. And that's what it is for us as well. Absolutely. On our podcast, when we've done shows together, we're just chatting and entertaining and educating and inspiring. I feel like we come with a trifecta of that. This is why I think we get along so well. I come at things from the business brand side of LinkedIn. You come at them from the personal brand side of things. We're even collaborating to bring that together in the LinkedIn branding book, which is out on November 18. I'm just really excited and I wanted to have this conversation with you because you're so brilliant at explaining all the differences. Where I think branding in general on LinkedIn has become so murky or so cliched, and I want to kind of strip it back and get some of your thoughts on what is personal branding and business branding on LinkedIn? What do you describe it as if someone comes to you? I'm glad you asked because it really is a misused, misquoted, misunderstood word. And let's just put it this way. I'm going to come out and say, just throwing a post out is not personal branding. Okay. Putting a logo or font out, that's not personal branding. It's one facet of it. And I'm really big about teaching a foundational approach versus the fluffy. And I get why people don't like personal branding. They think it's all about me. Look at me. Look how great I am. No, a personal brand is a person who is showing up as themselves. They're not manufactured, made up, misrepresented. It's internally me dialed in strategically positioning. Branding is positioning the marketplace. So you're positioning yourself strategically and intentionally to show up to help one person with one thing usually. If you go to Wikipedia, you look up brand, it is a company or an organization, a product, right? So 25 years ago, last month, the word was coined in a Fast Company article, personal branding. So what it is, is taking a foundational approach to who you are to be in service. I'm all about good brands for good people too. I would love people to leave in the comments how they define branding or personal branding. And if they think that it's actually just become overused, diluted. I had someone describe it to me yesterday as cult, this word that people jump on LinkedIn and it's not really anywhere else off the platforms. We look at why it's important because it's exactly what you said. How do you position yourself? We know I love sales. So for me, it's like, how do I position myself to have more opportunities, better fits, and also get the best price possible for my services? I'm looking at it from that perspective. But why is a branding strategy actually important on LinkedIn? Well, absolutely, because it's a crowded place. Last count, it's 830 plus million people. There's a lot of noise. You want to be top of mind. You want to be the go-to person, right? So when they think of the XYZ service, oh, Michelle J. Raymond is that person. Michelle B. Griffin is that person. So you're positioning yourself to be that known as only choice, as you say. And I like to use the word, I know it doesn't have any search term at all because I love coining words, right? So I love the word personal positioning and taking me and positioning myself, my expertise to do what I'm here to do. One of the other words I've coined recently is the word side brand. And that really blew up because side brand is someone who is showing up on LinkedIn in a full-time role, but they're showing their unique expertise or their passion expertise and writing about it. Maybe for some way down the road to have a 
company or be an entrepreneur, or you can be completely content. But showing up and staking your claim on LinkedIn, especially, I think it's very important, is why you should position yourself and top of mind. That's exactly what you want to be, top of mind. Well, that's how I started on LinkedIn eight years ago. I turned up at my new account manager job in a new industry. And at first it was just to be able to reach my customers, that one to many, because physically I couldn't get around to see them all that was spread around Australia, which is the same size as the US. And it's just a physical impossibility. So I started to create content and then I started to build my community but it was never my actual job. I was employed as an account manager, i.e. sales type role, nothing to do with go and build my profile on LinkedIn. And that's where this journey started for me. Now, I had no idea eight years ago that I would be sitting here teaching other people how to use LinkedIn. And I think that's the important thing. You never know where you'll end up or how it will help you get to where you want to get to. I think there's one other branding term that gets used as well, employer branding, because not everything's about selling a product or a service. It could be about attracting the right talent. And we see so much going on right now in the world where people are struggling to get good staff, the great resignation, the great reshuffle, those kind of words get thrown around a lot. What we're going to do is, as you said, how do we stand out? Because that is what is the most important part in a sea of, as you said, 830 million people. But Michelle, you love and I always admire your brilliance at coining terms and building frameworks to describe really easily and effectively how things happen. One of your frameworks, which I absolutely love, is your 7P framework. Now, we don't have time to go into it in depth, and I recommend that people go to Michelle's profile. Underneath the banner on the top right-hand side, there's a little bell. Go and click on that and stay up to date with all of her posts, which go into this in much more detail. And I think you've even got a featured post sitting on your profile that people can refer to. But tell us a little bit about the 7P framework that you've come up with. Absolutely. Thank you for that. It's actually on my website too, so you can see a quick little rundown of all the seven. You can think of it as a pillar or foundation to stair-step your way as you want to get out because I want to say something. I want to say there's a difference between being visible and standing out, okay? Standing out is that top of mind. A standout is someone who's amazing, and they also stand out. So this will help you do that. I want to, again, reiterate, personal branding is not hashtagging a selfie on Instagram. That's not it. And neither is putting a post on LinkedIn. It is not personal branding. It is a facet of it. So I have a foundational versus fluffy approach. The first three parts of my seven I'm going to really dive into is what I call my clarity trifecta. Clarity is one of the most important things you can give yourself and your business, your profession, all that stuff. Number one is perspective. I'm going to delve deep into those and we'll shoot off the rest. Who are you? What do you want to be known for? What is your personal views, your professional, your personality? All this is going to dictate so I do a really deep dive in your perspective, your internal clarity. For me, a lot of people who have no idea what your professional clarity is. We walk around confused. What's my target audience? What niche? All those things. You had that same thing happen to you too, Michelle, right? I know because I was there. So once you get that perspective, it's very enlightening. Then you're ready to get your external clarity on who are you showing up for? That could be in a job, as an entrepreneur, as a side brander. Who are you showing up to educate, inspire, influence that one core audience? Now, I'm a little bit different on my people. That's number two is my people. 
that is um, that one person, your persona. But I also have another P, Michelle. You're very familiar with that concept. Your power partners. They are going to help you amplify and grow your brand faster than we can do on our own. You tell me, you said in your post today, your brilliant slider, teamwork makes the dream work. Power partners for the win. Have power partners in your industry are really going to amplify you. Now, number three on the clarity trifecta is positioning. That's your professional clarity, right? That is who you are differentiated. Guess what? Michelle, I asked you last week to Google and sales nav because I don't have it. How many personal brand strategists are there out there on LinkedIn? Do you remember? There was thousands and thousands. Yeah. And that's actually pretty good because there are some professions, there are hundreds of thousands, right? Maybe millions. How are we going to stand out in a sea of all that? You can't just say I'm XYZ. So we have to find a way to position you, differentiate you. So we know how we stand out in a category one at the best part of it. That's the ultimate goal. So you take your first perspective, number two people, and then your positioning. That is that foundation right there. That's the foundational stuff that everyone goes out and forgets. Now the fun stuff for packaging, five publishing, six promotion and seven propel. So I know we're in a half an hour show here, so I don't want to go all into that. But that, in a nutshell, is what my 7P framework looks like. And we talk often in the background about how I probably dive in headfirst and just go, oh, we go in action. And then I sometimes have to come back and start again and go, actually, I don't have clarity around things that people think are really obvious. What do I want to be known for? Company pages is one part of it. Doing good business with good people is another part of it. But there's a whole bunch of other things like what do I want people to come to me for? What kind of people do I want to be surrounded by? And I think that's always the underestimated power of LinkedIn is your community that you attract. I'm not going to use the vibe attracted tribe cliche, but it really does speak to it because I've found that when I've dialed in who I want to be, and it's not about faking, it's actually the true authentic me. For me personally, I strip back some layers of trying to be LinkedIn version of myself. I encourage my clients to be creating their digital twin. So what do I mean by that? It's just who you are offline is the same as who you are online, especially on LinkedIn. And I find people struggle because they're always trying to be, I'll be the LinkedIn version of myself and it's suffocating for them. And then they stop creating content because it's no fun. And then they, all of a sudden they're surrounded by people that aren't quite the right fit. Again, not fun. And I'm here to say LinkedIn really should uplift you if you do these things. So there's so many, yes, I love increasing revenue and attracting opportunities, The thing that you taught me most was you get to surround yourself with brilliant people. How do we measure that? You know it when you know it. You went the first year and you were doing the proper version of Michelle, as you say. And I too, I am so guilty, Michelle. And I know a lot of it is because the industry I worked in before was insurance and legals, very buttoned up. One of the things I always say is I am so extroverted in real life. Absolutely. We'll talk to anybody. I popped on LinkedIn and I got to be this online little bit of an introvert. So I'm peeling back the layers too. I've been there. I know how hard it is. But at the end of the day, the more real you are, the more the right people will find you. I can't stress enough. Michelle teaches me this. We power partners, we teach each other stuff. So surround yourself with the people that you know are going to lift you up. They're positive. 
They're never negative and they have your back. You've told me some things, Michelle. So I think power partners come help you personally and professionally. So I advocate, find your power partner. They're out. Look, yeah. And it's no secret. You and I have shared that over the last two, two and a half years that we've become friends on LinkedIn, just how much it's helped both of us. We have common values, which really are in alignment. We also have lots of differences. So it's our different skills that actually help each other. So marketing for me, branding, all those kind of things, they were like, Ugh, who cares? I'm the sales rep. Sales is actually the hero in the whole story. And if anyone wants to argue that, I'm very happy to take that into the comments. For me, it's just been so great to have you and you're one of a number of people that I'm blessed that have come into my LinkedIn orbit over the last two years. I would say 2022 for me has been even more brilliant because as you shared, last year I was being LinkedIn expert, Michelle, and I achieved a lot. I got to write business gold and lots of opportunities came my way for that. But I just felt like something was missing. And what was missing was, you know, me sharing that I care about people, me sharing that I actually want to check in on people, that I wear my heart on my sleeve, that I'm authentic. If it doesn't work, I'm going to tell you it doesn't work because I don't want people to see me as perfect. I think it's constricting. I think it's an unreal expectation that we put on ourselves. And so now I'm just being me. And this is refreshing. Um, I have attracted and I can see some people that have joined us in the live today that share my absolute love of this community. And this is why we do so many projects like the LinkedIn branding show that we do together to give back because these people really help us rise. And this is the thing that branding is. Branding for me is, you know, such a massive opportunity. And I just want people to say, the more that you embrace you, like Michelle said, the more that you can actually have faster results, better results. What else have I missed? You always put things so eloquently. How did you? I'm just taking it all in. Right now, what we're doing is branding. We're showing our heart and our sleeves. Every little impression is a brand, good or bad. And right now, we just want to pay it forward. That's why we decided six months ago or more, we were going to take our podcast and write a book. And here's an example of when you know, you know, like Michelle knew at the end of last year, she was not being her true self. I like to use the word Sterile, that's a word that we erotically, we're both writing a LinkedIn book and we came back in one of our weekly meetings like, ooh, I don't really like what I wrote. And I think you said it feels sterile. I'm like, that's it. So we said, look, we're branding ourselves just like we are on LinkedIn and real life on LinkedIn on this podcast, we're doing it in the book. And so we are beyond excited to get this book out. It's Michelle and Michelle in a book sharing our stories, expert advice, our fails, our wins, right? All the things, our laughable moments. So we're really excited about this book. And I couldn't have thanked LinkedIn for the opportunity that connected us. So I know power partners are a huge play into branding. Michelle, just on a practical term, like power partners are really important. And I think people will probably see our enthusiasm and, you know, how we've worked together. How do you actually find a power partner on LinkedIn, practically speaking? <laughs> what kind of actions can I take? And do these people just pop up or how do we do it? You'll see them. You'll know it. There's lots of little pockets and bubbles of LinkedIn. I always call LinkedIn like the world's largest conference where you go and go to breakout sessions. Each post is a breakout session. So if you're interested in this, you're feeling a positive vibe, 
go and read the comments. You'll find the best people there. They're hanging out and chatting about the topic. That's actually how we met and we talk about it in the book. I'll just talk about how we did. I think it was the best way ever. So you and I followed each other. Then you sent me a connection request. Hey, you want to make it official? And we just started DMing each other. You can really tell when you hit it off with someone. One of the ways is because when you're showing like some little tidbit that people can grasp on to start a conversation. Have we ever been in a networking event and you have absolutely nothing to say to someone because you don't know where to start the conversation? So again, going back to peeling back the layers of who you are, showing a humanistic side is how people are going to relate. Branding, we relate emotionally. Branding is emotional connection and then the logic. So then we started DMing each other and they were like, hey, you want to jump on a Zoom call? Our Zoom call was three hours long. Okay. Three hours. Who does that? And that is still probably the shortest one we've done on record. Yeah. Good thing it's free on Zoom. And then the next month, I hired her to teach one of my clients a training session. And then we just went on from there. The rest is, as they say, history. So you will find your people. Align yourself in the right places where you're interested. And I feel like our heart or gut tells us. And just like you would in real life when you get that positive feeling. Again, it's good to have a power partner. I think that you have some commonality, right? So our commonality was LinkedIn. And uh, if you're in a different industry, I'm sure it's going to work for you getting in that right area. I think it's really hard to spot power partners if they are what we would call the observers of LinkedIn, the lurkers. So if you're not active, it's really hard for other people to know who you are, what you do and why they should want to be your power partner. So I think there's a level of activity that you have to do. It doesn't always have to be a post. It could be comments like how we met. It could also be that you reach out directly in the messages. That's perfectly okay. There is never a one size fits all. You will never hear Michelle and I talk about the only way to do something, Mm -hmm. but it does take an action. People are not going to fall in your lap if you're invisible. And part of your branding will be, for me, it's supporting other people. Other ways that I do it, sometimes I've done things, Michelle, where what people don't see, you see my posts, you see my content, you see me commenting on other people's posts. What most people don't know how much I do is I look out for people that I've either recently connected to and I've got someone in my network and I think actually you two are a lot Mm -hmm. alike and you should know each other. So by making that introduction for a lot of people who aren't extroverted like us, that can be like a really great way to open a door. So for instance, this week I connected with somebody who was a fantasy fiction Uh, writer. And I have someone else in my network who also does the same thing. It's quite a niche specific type of writing that they do. Both are super duper introverted. And I think if we went to a networking meeting, they would stand on opposite sides of the room and not make eye contact and just be like, when is this thing over? But by introducing them, it took a lot of that pressure off and they were like, wow, I can't believe this is what I can find on LinkedIn. And so it doesn't matter what your thing is, what you're into, I guarantee you that out of that nearly 1 billion people on the platform now, you are going to find people that you just click with, but you have to take an action. We cannot just say, even writing the world's most amazing profile, it will help, but it's not going to do the work for you. I encourage people to just be brave. I acknowledge that it takes courage, but be brave and actually take an action and watch what people do consistently. And I think that's what you would say, Michelle, you can't just do one post where I I say, Mm. look, I want to do good for business for good. 
it doesn't happen with one comment or one post. It's consistency over time. Absolutely. All this takes time. Building a brand takes time. It's the long game, right? So we don't just dip our toes in the water and get out, say, no, it's too hot or too cold. You're in it for a long haul. So how our partners evolve over time. We didn't DM each other that December 2020 say, hey, you want to be my power partner? It just grew and evolved like real friendships and work relationships and all those great things do. But I feel like just whatever Michelle did, but pay it for it, introducing. I do that a lot too. Introduce people that expedites it for them. You've cut off a lot of time for them and really saved them time. So you can't go wrong when you think of LinkedIn with the law of reciprocity. What you put in, you will usually get back. That's the way it works. I know sometimes like because I'm busy or not, I'll notice that my commenting is falling off. So I got to get back into commenting because that's the fastest way to start giving back and being visible and just giving. And so when in doubt and you're feeling a little low or something's not right, just go comment sometimes. I'll send people audio messages, right? Okay, just checking in on you. How are you doing? And that that just gets me going too. So all these little things just help build an impression, a micro impression that, you know, yeah. building a positive relationship. Yeah. And look, we talk about this a lot in the book because commenting is like the little signpost that tells people what you stand for, where to find you and what kind of person that you are. And it doesn't have to be built on kindness or goodness. We are known for, you might want to be the most techie person. You might want to be the problem solver. Like you don't have to just copy what we do. And more importantly, we would encourage you not to, but we want you to play to your strengths, which will be completely different. Your uniqueness is your superpower. And so that again is what we are always going to encourage people. Michelle, one of the things that pops up on LinkedIn all the time is, you know, it gets watered down to company pages versus personal profiles. But you and I are a bit different because we look at it from a perspective of synergy from mine. How do personal and business brands work together? As you like to say, Michelle, one plus one equals three. So there you go. <laughs> they work in tandem. They're the ultimate power partner, right? Enough said. If you are a solo put, really everyone should have a company page, right? It's the most credible token you can give yourself. Like I'm legit. I have a company page. It's going to help me, as Michelle says, put all your great content on your personal page. We could write a book about this. In fact, we do have a chapter on the whole power partners of these two pages, but they work in tandem together to build your authority, build your credibility, and shift the content back and forth. With that being said, I know you're going to have something more eloquent to say because company pages are your sweet spot. So whatever I missed... Fill in the gaps. <laughs> Look, I think for me, it's about reinforcing the message. I'm different to my company, even though it's just two of us in my business now, but I am not good trading co. I am Michelle J. Raymond and I have my own sets of experiences. I have the own content pillars. My company brand is different to me. And yes, there's a lot of crossover, but I've actually been able to use my good trading co. In this case, let's talk about LinkedIn. I use my good trading co company page to build up Michelle J. Raymond's reputation. I use Michelle J. Raymond to lift up Good Trading Co.'s reputation. And then what happens is, as you said, one plus one equals three, they go further and faster. And so rather than either of them alone, I get a lot of people asking me if I'm a solopreneur, Michelle, do I need a company page? Yes, you do. Uh, one of my favorite advantages on LinkedIn is how cool is this? On a company page, I can be Amazon, which has 
the same number of followers as the population of Australia. Get your mind around that for a minute. So Amazon gets the same features and functions as what I do if I've got two people in my business. We get the same banner size. We get the same tagline. We get the same about section. We get to post the same content in the same space for free. Now, if yeah. you can't see the advantage of that, it's not a pay to play. This is where the cool bit is. You don't go to a company page and go, oh, there's only two people there. You go and it just is that immediate impression. And so this is why I think it's a real advantage for solopreneurs. And I won't go into how you manage the content because that's actually normally the part that people push back on. How do I keep up? We can talk about that in another episode, but realistically, Use one to build the other. This isn't an either or. It's have your cake and eat it too. <laughs> so I don't know if I did it eloquently. No, you certainly did. And how far this has come and how you have come. I really think you're the ultimate case study in how to manage a profile and a company page. You are the expert at this. So you are the go-to to study. And I'll be honest, I have one. I put it on, but I don't manage and do it as well as you do because I guess that's your area. But I believe 100% every client I work with is like, we have to have a company page for you. There's just, it just makes you legit. It makes you searchable. It makes you found in Google. I always think a little bit like if someone doesn't have a company page, do they not think highly enough of their business or themselves? It's free. Why wouldn't you? Why would you not give yourself that advantage? 15 minutes to set up for free. It's really a no-brainer as far as that goes. So I love your endorsement. And we're going to keep talking about this between now and when the LinkedIn branding book is actually out on the 18th of November. I'm going to keep telling people that because it really is, as I would say, it's part diary. It's our stories. It's our journey, the things that we learned by ourselves from each other along the way. And I'm always grateful for your help to get me to where I am today because I would not be known for company pages if it wasn't for you. I would have gone off on a tangent and gone too broad. And we would stand who you are. You'd just be in the mix of LinkedIn. But now we know you are the go-to expert. Exactly. So Michelle, every week I close the show, I want to give people a practical takeaway of something that they can go in action. So a personal or a business branding tip that they can go away put in action and really see an impact. What is the one thing that you think people can do from a branding perspective today, which will move the needle and get them moving in that right direction? My top above the fold area, which I call, think of link your personal profile as your personal website. Does my banner, my picture, and my headline, the trifecta there, I'm all about trifectas, the power three, does it communicate who I really am what I want to be known for. If someone was to just look at it in five seconds, do they know who I am? Do they know what I stand for, what I'm about? Do I have top of mind status? So go check it out. You'd be surprised, especially if you haven't looked at your profile in a while. And Michelle and I tinker a lot. I want someone to look at your thing in five seconds. Oh, that's who they are, right? Or if they see you in the feed, that's who I am. So just do a check on that. And if not, show it to someone else and say, someone you don't even know, maybe your family or friend to say, what do, you know, can you tell what I do based on this? I think that would be a good way to just get the fire started and think, oh, if not, maybe I need to do a little bit of refresh there. Look, that's 
perfect because I think it's something that too many people assume that other people know what they do. And I see it all the time. I've got friends of mine who are very active on LinkedIn. I know what topic they talk about. I know that they're experts, but at the end of the day, I have no idea what services that they offer. My tip for people as far as that goes is it's time to also get some clarity around your services as part of your brand. I talk about that in my three, two, one content strategy, which if you head to my profile, it's in the featured section, go and check it out. Because I think what happens is we talk about our knowledge so much, we forget to talk about our services as part of our business brand. It's time to start including that in our content. Yes, it won't perform as well. Get over it. I'm going to be blunt about that one but it's really important to connect those dots. I want to see some posts from people that actually directly say, this is my product, this is my process, and this is how what you'll achieve working with me is different to working with other people because that's our brand, that's our business brand, and it's equally important as our personal brands. I think there's some pretty good actionable tips. Branding is, I think, a active thing. It's not a passive thing. You can't just sit back and well, maybe you can because the absence of doing anything is also a brand, right? Not, not you can a good control one. it. <laughs> not a you control. can control it or not, right? Yeah, but you want to be in control of your own narrative, your, your own truth, your own who you are, not the made-up version of you. But absolutely, it's not other people's job to figure out who we are. They're not going to take the time. Remove the friction, as Michelle said. Go to her profile and see all her services. Her company page profile should be put in the LinkedIn museum of the most perfect company page there is for that. her size business. I was just looking at it the other day because of the book writing and I was like, wow, I can't touch her profile. I mean, her company page profile. It's go look. That's another actual tip. Go check out Michelle's company page and just see how it's done. Absolutely. I appreciate it. She didn't pay me for this. I promise. <laughs> Some people might think that there's some kind of thing going on here, the love fest, because I know. I think it's just, we want people to know that when you find other people that can help yeah. you rise up, it is really just such an amazing thing. I wouldn't have the business that I have and I wouldn't be known as who I am on LinkedIn if it wasn't for Michelle. And I always acknowledge you and give thanks to you Thank for you. being a part Thank of my community. I never would skip over that part because I am truly grateful. Follow the LinkedIn branding show company page to keep up to date with what's mm -hmm. happening with the book. And I am, yeah, just really proud of what we put together. All right, everyone. Until next time, keep putting yourself out there. You have a good brand and a good business to start building. We'll catch you next time. Take care, everyone. Thanks for tuning in today. You know, more women like you need to be out there on LinkedIn building their personal and company brands. We would be so honored if you could leave us a five-star rating and review so we can connect with more women and reach more people. That's it for this week. So until next time, connect with us on LinkedIn and keep putting yourself out there.